You've got the great Michigan weekend on WJR with a unique take on the fun side of news and events and the movers and shakers making things happen in Detroit. Here are your hosts, Jim Harper and Steve Courtney. Well, I'm not much of a mover anymore, but I am a shaker. Uh, the whole gang here this morning, Saturday morning, and lots for you to take in this weekend and in the coming days in Michigan, the great Michigan weekend. There's a wilderness sleigh ride and dinner in Gaylord. Uh, you got the new Baltimore model train show at the BFW there. And here's something we, we would have a ball if we all went uh, for this. The Bowers School Farm in Bloomfield Hills just opened a four-lane tubing hill. The crews spray it down every day with water, and it is slick. And they've got these huge tracks, and that is open Thursdays through Sunday in Bloomfield Hills at the Bowers School. So, you No chance of anything going wrong there. <laughs> well, we all remember the, the one scene in uh, Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase where he waxed his uh, space disc. And off he went. Kind of, yeah, some kind of lubricant, and it just went a million miles an hour. Uh, anyway, we're back here. We were talking a moment ago about dating during the pandemic, and I think this is a really interesting thing. Years from now, what will people be saying when uh, their grandkids ask, what was it like? You know, to, you know, did it impact your social life? And uh, I wanted to get Dave Kingpin Rieger's opinion on this. Dave, you're a single guy, younger than me and Steve, and uh, older than Danielle. So for you, does this ever come into your head? If, if Steve or Danielle were to say, Dave, I found somebody who want, would be a wonderful uh, date for you, and uh, maybe we can go out. Would it ever occur to you to ask them about their vaccine status? I think you kind of have to. Uh, I think that uh, I think that's just part of the deal these days. Although a recommendation from both Steve and Danielle on the same person, I might that might bring up some uh, you know uh, exclamation marks. I might have to question really that. <laughs> I love both of them like family, but. Uh, based on the conversations that we've had off air, um, it might be a little scary. I don't know. Yeah, well, Dave, uh, that being said, uh, I don't know any, any women who are Denver Bronco fans. <laughs> Steve, I have to tell you, I uh, came back from uh, San Francisco on a plane yesterday with a plane full of Oakland Raider fans heading, wow. changing planes and heading to Cincy for today's playoff game. Yeah. It was a nightmare. <laughs> a plane full of your Raider fans. Yeah! It was awful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, I bet you, uh, you had a long flight there, my friend. It was a real long flight. Ta- listening, seeing all these Raider fans. Hey, your team's in Vegas. Why are you bothering going to Cincy? <laughs> team's not even there anymore. Come well, on. Well, as we uh, shift to uh, something very important and as the uh, – Raiders get together with the Bengals. Probably some bloodshed a little bit later on this afternoon in Cincinnati. Very true. Uh, But we're going to bring it into a serious realm here because uh, the American Red Cross is going through their worst blood shortage in over a decade. Uh, We're going to talk about how we can fix it. Happy to have with us Mary Lynn Foster, Regional CEO, American Red Cross, Michigan Region. She joins us now. Mary Lynn, how are you? I'm doing well, Jim. How are you? 
everything is great. Uh, we just uh, wanted to have you on because obviously so many people have read about the shortage that's currently going underway. It's not bad enough, Mary Lynn, that we're in the midst of this pandemic, but also a horrible, horrible blood shortage. And I'm wondering, because we've all passed various venues over a period of time and we've seen the American Red Cross doing what they do, collecting blood and whatnot, has it been difficult to do that, obviously, during this pandemic? Well, it has been. Uh, you know, the American Red Cross has never closed during the pandemic. And, you know, currently we are facing a national blood crisis. And uh, that's why we're asking everyone, if you're healthy, to get out and uh, donate blood. Uh, we've seen a 10% decline and the number of people donating blood since the pandemic began. Wow. Mary, I had a, a question for you. Uh, why do you think our culture has drifted away, so far away, from helping the Red Cross? I remember, when I was a kid, I remember almost every home in the neighborhood had one of those Red Cross decals on the window of their front door. It was a little blood drop. Uh, kind of a cartoon figure, and it said donor. And not only did a lot of people donate blood, but people belonged to a club where they had a little card and they would go, like, what was it, once a month? And people did that, and they were proud to help out, and they had no idea who it was helping, but they just felt it was their responsibility. How have we gotten away from that attitude? Well, I, I don't think that the American public has drifted away from the American Red Cross. Um, I just think during the pandemic, uh, you know, people are uh, being more careful. Uh, blood drive sponsors have had to change their protocols, which has affected our ability uh, to collect blood. And you know, everyone is just taking more precaution. Uh, but what I want uh, listeners to understand is, first, it's very safe. Uh, to donate blood. I'm a regular blood donor myself, and uh, it's very rewarding uh, to donate blood to, you know, roll up a sleeve and know that you're saving a life. Mary Lynn, does the, uh, does the shortage affect uh, every blood type across the board, or is there a certain type that you're looking for? Well, we encourage all donors uh, to, you know, roll up a sleeve and donate a uh, pint of blood. Um, you know, they're, you know, type O positive is the most transfused blood type, and it can be uh, transfused to RH positive patients of any blood type. And then type O negative is the universal blood type, uh, which a lot of emergency personnel, you know, doctors uh, use in an emergency and, you know, in, in the most serious type of situation. Uh, but really just encourage everyone uh, to donate. It is uh, a national blood crisis. Um, and you know, typically, we like to have a five-day supply on hand. And there have been times in the past few weeks where we've had less than a day supply of oh. blood. And, you know, that, unfortunately, you know, uh, doctors have had to make serious decisions about how to allocate blood products. Well, we don't want to be in that situation. So how can people how can people make plans and uh, be a part of this and make a donation? What's the best route to take? Yeah, well, I, I'm, as a native Detroiter myself, I have to say, you know, Detroiters have stepped up to help address the blood crisis. You know, many have uh, filled 
upcoming appointments in the next few days, but I really just encourage everyone to, you know, there's three ways I recommend. Uh, you can download our Red Cross app, blood app on your phone. It's super simple. You know, in fact, just yesterday, I made an appointment using the blood app on my phone for about a, a week from now to donate blood again. Uh, and it's, you know, you can search on your zip code, where, you know, where you want to be, what mileage, radius. So that's one way. Uh, you can also go to our website at redcrossblood.org. Again, just search on where you'd like to donate blood. Or you can call 1-800-RED-CROSS. So whatever manner of making an appointment is easiest for you, um, hopefully one of those, you know, suits uh, what you're, you know, being able to make an appointment. All right, sounds good. The phones are ringing automatically. Uh, Mary Lynn, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it, and uh, we urge everyone to uh, donate early and donate often. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And I I would just like to add that as a special thank you, uh, anyone donating blood during the month of January will automatically be entered to win a uh, trip to the Super Bowl next month. So there's that little extra. There uh, you uh, go. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, so you never know. Last year when we did this, the national winner was from Michigan. So it does happen. All right, Mary Lynn, thank you so much. Uh, We'll have another chat in the not-too-distant future to uh, get a progress report. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You do the same. Thank you for the opportunity. You betcha. That's Mary Lynn Foster, regional CEO, American Red Cross, Michigan region, joining us here on the Great Michigan Weekend. We've got more coming your way. By all means, leave it here on 760 WJR.